Hi and welcome to the Female Confidence Coach podcast with me, Chrissy Hiller. I'm the Female Confidence Coach, but you already know that. So today I want to talk to you about balance and it's a topic that I've spoken to lots of my clients and the members of my free group about recently whether it's work-life balance, whether it's about a healthy life balance, whether it's about having a social life balance, people seem to strive for this elusive balance all the time. And they do it in so many different points of their life. But the question I want to put to you is, what if we're using balance as an excuse for our behaviour? for doing something or not doing something and that's what I'm going to explore today and I want to share with you a couple of client examples and client conversations that I've had recently and I really I really want you to think about where you're using this term balance and where you're striving to find this balance and actually are you being fair to yourself and the areas of your life that you're trying to create balance in. When I talk about us using the word balance as an excuse for our behaviour, you know, I see a lot of this on social media all the time. Oh, it's okay to eat this family-sized bar of dairy milk because, you know, life is all about hashtag balance. And I work these extra hours with no pay or thanks because I find work-life balance tough. Or I'm going to down this bottle of Pinot because, you know, balance and self-care Sunday. Well, guys, I'm calling you out on this. And before you switch off, and I lose a subscriber and you get cross with me, I'm not telling you that you can't eat chocolate. I'm not telling you that working long hours is bad. At this point, I have two jobs. And I'm not telling you that drinking a bottle of Pinot Grigio, if that's what you want to do, is not okay. But what I am saying is it's really not okay to do these things and rather than own them, use the excuse of balance. That's just not okay. Eat the chocolate because you want the chocolate. Work the hours because you want to work them and hopefully you enjoy doing the work. Drink the wine because you want to drink the wine and you enjoy the wine. Because you want to and because it makes you feel good. Not because you're striving for something that in my opinion and in the context that I'm talking about today is often used wrongly. So let me share a client example with you. The first one, let's call her Kelly. 
she has a really busy and really stressful job. Half of her team are out at the moment for one reason or another and she works in a really tough industry. And we talked the other day and she said, I really need to get a better work-life balance. And my challenge to her was, imagine an old-fashioned set of weighing scales. Maybe your grandma had some of these. And, you know, when you're weighing out sugar or flour to make a cake, you put the ingredients in one side and then you use these little discs that are the weights on the other side and and in order to know you've got the right amount they have to balance they have to be in line and that's where we got this term balance from it's from scales so by saying that you want to balance your work and personal life you're saying that they both mean the same to you that they are both as important to you as each other that you value both of them the same and I really challenged her on this and asked her if it was true was her work life and her personal life as important as each other to her did work mean as much to her as her family her friends her children her fiance her parents having fun, relaxing, going to the gym, you know, doing the things that she loves doing? Or did work mean more? And if that was the case, that's fine. But I really asked her to think about it. What was at that time most important to her? And she said that her personal life meant more. It was more important. She valued it higher. And then we use that realisation as the basis of our discussion. Because once we talked about the balance and the scales, her words to me were, it's ridiculous to think that both are as important as each other. And in her context, in her life, in her job, that was the truth to her. I wasn't saying whether she was right or wrong, that's not my job. We talked about why she was making her work life and her personal life mean the same and the impact that it was having on various parts of her life, which really boiled down to work was busy and really stressful and she was working really long hours, not finishing work until 8, 8.30, sometimes 9 o'clock. And she was resentful at not having time with her family, with her son, having to cancel her gym classes, getting out for a walk with the dog. But also she was working so much that she was spending less time doing the things that she liked. And then she found herself resenting her family or her friends when they needed her or questioned what she was doing. She resented making the dinner. She resented needing to run errands. She resented, you know, cancelling her her gym session because she couldn't fit that 
and her family and work in. And you can see it's a vicious circle because in this case, she wanted to be working less and spending more time doing the things she enjoyed, but she resented her family and her friends for needing her and questioning her because she had so much work to do. And also, you know, when she got into a bit of a heated discussion with her partner about it, she used work as an excuse for her bad mood. You know, you don't understand the stress I'm under. I've got so much to do. I'm stressed and you're just adding to it. When actually what he was doing was trying to express that he was concerned. So whilst she tried to balance these things, nothing and no one was winning, least of all her. And the same goes for you. If you are trying to balance, make work and personal physically balance, you won't win. Actually, you just create guilt, resentment and bad feeling. Another example then, so let's call this client Paula. She had a really busy couple of weeks filled with lots of social occasions. And she expressed to me that she felt that she needed to balance between her social life and her health and fitness goals. And again, we talked about the importance of both of those and her values and Paula was really concerned that she needed to address this balance between being social with her friends which can ultimately lead to her having bad night's sleep, making poorer food choices and having a lack of motivation whether it be to exercise or do things around the house. Balance that between her health and fitness goals and ultimately weight loss. What we talked about was what her social habits meant to her. What did they give her and what did they take away? And the same again with her health and fitness goals. What did they give her and what did they take away? And this discussion really helped her to decide and and have that acknowledgement that there would be certain weeks where she needs to decide what's most important. Is it drinks with her friends or is it her health and fitness goals? And the answer doesn't have to be the same every day or every week. And that's just my point. And that's why I don't think you can balance these things. Because one week she might really need some girl time and that might involve wine at the pub. Or she might have a social event she's looking forward to and she knows she's going to have a couple of glasses. Or she might have a big presentation to do at work and want a good night's sleep ahead of that. Or to spend some quality time with the kids where she's not feeling aggravated that they're arguing. But what if all of these things were to come up in the same week? Could she do them all? Could she have it all? Potentially she could, but it's unlikely to go down well. And by Sunday, she would most definitely feel like she was knackered. And 
my point here is that you don't have to sacrifice, but you do have to compromise. And what does this mean? So, for example, let's imagine that at work you have a really big couple of months coming up, couple of weeks even. Let's say September is really, really busy for you. And that's just the way it always has been. It's the rhythm and routine of your job. Now, you know that maybe in the first two weeks of September, you are going to be crazy, crazy busy. And then it continues to be busy in the second two weeks of September, but it does tail off a little bit. And so you know that in those first two weeks of September, some things might need to give. And that's the thing you need to give some thought of. Is it that you might get a little bit less sleep? Is it that you might have to walk the dog for a shorter amount of time? Or you might have to cancel a couple of gym sessions? Or that your time with the family might be a little bit more limited? But you know it's just for a specific period of time. You know, definitely those first two weeks in September. And then when it comes down to the second two weeks in September, okay, it's still going to be busy, but maybe you don't need to compromise on quite so much. Think about if you're a parent of school-aged children when the school's closed in lockdown. All parents suddenly had the kids at home, meaning that work days were likely to look really different for you. Your priorities will have changed. Homeschooling needed to be done. You probably had lunches to make, um, you know, siblings to calm down when they were fighting and homework to check. It became a thought around priorities. What are the priorities for you in that day and how can you make sure that the things that need to get done got done? Maybe you had to take a couple of hours during the day to be with the kids, which meant that you worked a little bit later at night. Okay, so the compromise there is you're giving up some of your Netflix time. But it would have been impossible. And if it wasn't and you managed this, then I applaud you, but it would have been impossible to have got everything done that needed to be done in your in your day if there wasn't some compromise let's imagine you have a hen week weekend coming up and you're in the middle of working towards a fat loss goal you're on one of my programs and you know that you won't be able to eat optimally however hard you try you've seen the the restaurant menus you know that there will definitely be drinking and that the only exercise you're going to be getting is maybe the odd walk up and down the beach and dancing to some 80s cheese. And you're away for three days. So you know that for three days, your compromise here is your health goals. And maybe your compromise is that you're not going to go for cheesy chips and gravy at 2am in the morning with the girls on the hen do. 
but you'll definitely have the pizza for dinner in the evening with a few glasses of champagne. But if we take drinking as an example and extend this a little bit, you know, if you have a fat loss or a health and fitness goal, are you able to go out and drink a bottle, a bottle and a half of wine three to four nights a week and still lose fat and still improve your health and fitness? Probably not. So it comes down to what's most important in that particular situation. You know, take a work example. If we think about creating work-life balance, can you consistently work 12 plus hours a day and go over and above in your job without affecting your personal life, without affecting your health, without affecting your sleep, without affecting your stress levels, without affecting your health? No, probably not. So what's most important? Is it impressing the new boss? Is it finishing this project? Great, if it is, and you're happy to own that, brilliant. If your work is your life, and that's the way you want it to be, then that's brilliant. But own it. Take it by both hands and own it. And don't insist on trying to strive for more work-life balance because it doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. The best you can hope for is being able to, you know, shift things around and compromise on certain priorities in order to make room for one thing or the other. And honestly, you know, If work is your biggest priority, if your social life and being out and drinking with your friends or eating in, you know, really great restaurants five nights a week is your priority, then that's brilliant. I'm so pleased that you know what your priorities are and you know what's of value to you and what's what's most important. But again, I urge you to own it and not hide behind hashtag balance. And that's really my point. And that's really what I want to leave you with. You need to decide what's most important in each situation. And that can be day by day, it can be week by week, it can be month by month. Decide on the important things. Stop trying to make things balance that don't balance and own your decisions and honestly if you want to eat the chocolate and drink the wine you do that I'm not going to stop you thank you for listening to this week's episode if you enjoyed it please share it and tag me on instagram at the mum boss method and don't forget to subscribe rate and review the podcast have an awesome week